All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is that time of the week. It is time for the newest edition of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Elio Canella, alongside the man that's always piercing barriers, Ben Pierce. Ben, how are you? I am pretty damn good, my friend. It's, it's Friday, which means I'm always happy, and it also means I'm coming off a lengthy nap. Oh, so it's a it's a good combination of things. You sound quite cheery. Yes, I I am cheery, and um, it's because it's because um, we uh, I some I somehow slipped something uh, past my parents where where I got the, I I got there sort of okay to do something um, with that, without them. Wanting to stab me, so oh, uh, so do we dare? Do we dare? Do we sorry? Hold on, do we dare? Do we do we dare ask you, or is it something you can share? Yes, it is. All right, let's have it, ladies and gentlemen. This is an exclusive. So, um, I went to a party last weekend at my uh, tattoo artist's house. Okay. And, um... That's like being friends with your doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, only it's more entertaining. So, um... So he... He he fiddles up next next to me and... Right. So, when's the next time you're gonna come in and get a tattoo? I said I, I'm starting to get the itch again. Why? And he goes, "Cause I'm sick of tattooing stupid shit." <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Like uh, infinity symbols and all this, you know, script and bullshit and whatever. So he goes, "Did you say script?" Uh, yeah, like, like... That must, like, that must take a lot of work, like, because you have to, like, write words and stuff. That must take a lot of I think, work. I, well, I think with certain styles of writing, it does. Yeah. Uh, and it, but, but then he's like, let me ask you a question. He Uh-oh. Goes, he goes, do you want to sleeve? Uh-oh. I go, yeah, I kind of do. Uh-oh. <laughs> he goes... He goes Okay, when you come back from vacation, we'll start that. Oh. I, I just need to work on something that's fun. Oh. So you uh, Apparently, um, you know, late September, early October, that's what's happening. Oh. Oh, oh. So your parents didn't stab you after? <laughs> wow. I, I, I really thought they would. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> I think they're just kind of resigned to my fate. Oh. <laughs> maybe, but, yeah, so. maybe they'll just play classical music and hope that you just fall asleep and forget all about it. Oh, he'll uh, grow out of the phase. That, that's one coping strategy, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> so, what, what entertaining um, antidotes do you have from your week? Well, let's see, um, this week, um, I came off of Extreme Rules. Actually, last weekend was, was jam-packed with wrestling. I mean, they had, like, G1 Climax, 
AEW Fight for the Fallen and Extreme Rules. You know how many hours of wrestling that is on top of the NXT UK that I, that I had to watch? Holy jeez. And the Evolve, yes, sorry, and the Evolve 10th anniversary, that's right, 4, not 3, my bad. Uh, oh yes, should we cover that as well? Did you see that? No, I, no, I didn't. Oh, okay, um, we can, we can go over the results, uh, of that one uh, as well. Yes. So, I will just pull those results up, um, but, um, so tonight, um, Everyone went. Everyone here went out. So they had like a function, some church thing going on, and um, tomorrow we have a picnic, and then next week. No, sorry, not uh, this Monday, but the following Monday, my uncle is coming up from Florida. And it's always it's always it's always fun when he calls my house because he asks two questions. The first is, did you eat pasta? The second being. Are you watching wrestling? Who's winning? Like, to him. I'd love to live next door to my uncle because we'd be watching every single pay-per-view. <laughs> That's awesome. So, and then, uh, awesome. and then, um, that week, um, the week that he comes up, uh, we might be, we're not sure yet, but we might be going up to, uh, Michigan to visit my brother. Oh, well, that would be fun. Yeah, so it's gonna be, uh, very entertaining, uh, Few week, few days, because he's coming up for like I believe a week it is. I'm sorry. What? Shall, shall, shall I send the party bus complete with strippers? Oh, sure. Why not? <laughs> I'm sorry. It, the the evolve show show was on Saturday night, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm just uh, pulling those results up and um. While I'm doing that, why don't you, uh, why don't we get into some news? What do we have this week? So, MJF signed a new long-term deal with, uh, with AEW. I think, I, I know that, I know that they've signed numerous guys to contracts, but that's the first, uh, time that I've heard the word extension. Uh, when it comes to AEW, so that's interesting. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, Consi- considering the the company was just uh, just founded for God's sake. Right. And uh, yeah, and, uh, he's a big player in uh, the in um MLW or Major League Wrestling. Or I'm sorry, I forgot to send that link out to you. Um, but did, or did you actually look it up on YouTube? Uh, no, no, but I, I'm going to, for sure. I just, I've been kind of behind with uh, wrestling this week, so... Uh. Okay, actually, uh, when, when we're off the air, I will send that off to you, and uh, you can check out all their show, all their, some of their past shows they've had. I'm looking forward to it. And the other, the other piece of news on top of that, and I know that this is going to set the podcast world ablaze with... Uh-oh. With rumors and all that oh, I hate when they, I hate when they start up with these rumors, but go on. I know which story this is. But uh, CM Punk is appearing at StarCast. So, cue the uh, Punk is headed to AEW rumors, which I absolutely hate. Yeah, well, they, they already started that before when they showed the all-out uh, poster with the stars 
on there. They already started then. I saw, I saw that. You know, and yeah. I report that if he shows up. Don't report it now. It's just I know, right? Very seriously. Because it's like one, you know, if he doesn't show up, you sound like an idiot. But AEW and Starcast are not one and the same. They're not. It's it's not part of it. Exactly. Actually, I actually thought it what it was uh, when I first heard about Starcast. I wasn't sure exactly what Starcast was. You know, and it, it's just kind of it's just kind of foolish. So anyway, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. Um, uh, Go on, That's go on. all I saw in terms of news. So that's it for all right. That is it for news. Uh, why don't we get into um, the packed uh, week Saturday night of wrestling that we had last weekend? Absolutely. Let's uh, jump in. Let's start with AEW's fight for the fallen. Okay, let me uh, pull that up. That's actually the one show where I saw the entire thing. Oh, very good. Okay. Uh, so let me, uh, here we go. Alright, so do you want to kick us off or do you want me to take this? Uh, no, let me, let me take this and then... Alright, I will do, I will do Evolve since, uh, well we both didn't uh, get a chance to see it, but, uh, we ran through the card on, uh, on the other show. Very good. Alright. So... You know, these pre-shows are becoming uh, something of a problem. Ben? uh, Ben? Ben? Yeah. So so these uh, pre-shows are really becoming a problem for uh, AEW in in terms of the quality of the matches that they put on. Um, Because, you know, this... um, the, the first match of the night was uh, Sunny Kiss versus uh, Peter Avalon. You know, uh, managed by. I'm sorry? Managed by. Go on. Managed by Leva Bates, a.k.a. Uh, Blue Shorts or whatever the fuck. <laughs> Blue Bats. Okay, can I do I'm just going to say this Librarian gimmick is not working. This is so stupid. I just. Oh, this is terrible. It, it's terrible. Now, the whole, when, when they do the that, whole, sorry, when they do that whole shh thing, is that, their, is that them or is that their, like, entrance theme or something? Uh, it, 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 uh, it's, it's, it's them. It's, it's their gimmick, but it's terrible. That is so ridiculous to use that as their entrance, like, doing, doing it themselves as their entrance. That's terrible. So, so actually, the um, at, at, at one point, uh, Sunny Kiss was using her ass as an offensive weapon, and I, or I should say his ass. I'm sorry. Um, and it was, it's just not something that I had ever seen. So, um, oh, she do the did he do the um, the hip bump or something? Yeah. Oh, that's isn't that what Oscar does when she comes off the rope with a hip bump or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but there's just too much twerking. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. No, no, no. Don't do that. No, no twerking. <laughs> um, yeah, the, 
tank sucked. Yeah, it's and, terrible. Um, so the match was fine for what it was, I guess, but it, I would have given it a C minus, and I think that's being kind. Okay. So then the the next match was uh, Britt Baker and Riho uh, versus the debut the the debuting. I'm sorry, uh, Bayo Presley and Shoko Nakajima. Now, the the first thing I have to say here is. This might sound really, really mean, but I just, I cannot take Riho seriously to save my life. She, you know, she looks like a twelve-year-old. You know, and every time she takes a bump, I'm like, oh god. I hope she doesn't die. I've yeah, I've seen Riho. Uh, she, well, she's not. She's not Kyrie Sane. She's not Io Shirai. Yeah, nah, I'm not really a fan. Now, this is a match where uh, Britt Baker got injured, taking a kick to the back of the head from Bea Priestley. Yeah, that, yeah, and like you said, that was Bea Priestley doing that. Yeah, tell us about so, that spot. Like, what happened there? It, it, it looked like it was just like a straight, um, you know, big boot to, to, the, Ouch. Um, to the head, and she just landed wrong. Oh. And then she was pretty much incapacitated for the rest of the match. Wow. Um, I just absolutely... Uh, I hate it when people get hurt, um, but it's especially especially when the women get hurt, it's just kind of cringe. Yep. Um, but in terms of, in terms of uh, the match quality, I felt like this was the best in... In terms of a buy-in match, mm-hmm. is that uh, is that a stupid name for the kickoff show? The buy-in. Oh, uh, it's, it's terrible. <laughs> it worked. For, it worked for all in because of the poker reference, but now. It's well, well, and, like, it, and it also worked in for the double or nothing. Yeah. But, but now, oh, now it's just no. But don't do that all the time. Yeah. Um, let's see, and then, uh, the next match was, um, the six-man tag with Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela taking on, uh, Sammy Guevara, Sean Sears, and MJF. Yeah, this was this was the opener. Yeah, this was the opening match of, uh, the, the pay-per-view, or the event. Uh, yeah. And so, um, <laughs> so Sean Spears came out with a chairman t-shirt uh, uh-huh. to play off of that botched uh, chair shot with Cody Rhodes. I'm not, I'm not sure if that's intelligent marketing. You know there's uh, only one chairman of the board, right, in wrestling? And you know who that one is, right? Uh, yeah. Who might that be? I was gonna say balls Mahoney before his death because he well, was Well, no, but there's also there was also uh, someone else uh, calling themselves that in WCW. I I didn't know about Balls Mahoney, but the, but the only one I the one I was referring to is La Parka. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good point. And, and um, just to be clear, Balls Mahoney was never known as, as the chairman. I just I made that up because. 
his viciousness with sure shots. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's the park is, uh, was this, uh, this is a real true chairman of the board. He was always swinging the chair. Absolutely. So, you know, I really, obviously, I didn't think, I didn't think that uh, the um, the heels were going to operate very well uh, in this match because of the personalities. But I was proven wrong as they defeated um, the baby faces. And, um, and th- sorry, this is hilarious because on the last uh, pay-per-view, wasn't it Darby Allen taking on Cody and Darby Allen was a heel and on this pay-per-view he was a face. <laughs> what? Yeah, well, he, he's got a crazy character so they gotta be careful to define him properly. And Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc's always been a heel so it was interesting to see him on the, the face side. Uh, yeah, it definitely was. So, of course, we got to see... Um, the 630 splash uh, and so that was interesting but uh, mm-hmm. you know I think um, I think it was it was pretty good I mean nothing too special but it was very solid I, I would say a B in okay. terms of a, of a ranking uh, now the the next one um, was uh, Brandy Rhodes versus Allie and you know, so they ran this this video package talking about how um, Brandy has like had uh, confidence issues, um, and she's not sure she belongs in in the business, and she had she hadn't had she hadn't had a match in uh, you know since December of twenty eighteen, and so this. So, uh, Brandy and, uh, bef- or before Brandy and Allie's match, there was a, uh, video package talking about how, uh, Brandy had lost her confidence since she hadn't been in the ring since December 2018, and, uh, she wasn't sure. Wait a minute, was it, was it, wasn't she on the last pay-per-view? Yeah. Uh-oh. Did we lose him? Hold on, we will be right back, folks. So Ben, weren't you weren't you saying that uh, wasn't Brandy Rhodes on the last pay per view? Uh, well, it, it it was her, but um, she wasn't. Uh, uh, she she was just she was just managing Awesome Kong. She wasn't wrestling. So in this case, the. The wait, wait, did, did, no, wait, didn't she face Allie? At Fight the uh, Fest? No. Are you sure? I'm pretty positive, yeah. Okay. Alright, so continue. So then the the next match after that one was let me pull it up again. Let's see. It was um, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy versus uh, Angelico, Jack Evans, and then the, the Dark Water. So, 
the dark order. What, what do you think about these guys? Terrible. Just <laughs> absolutely terrible. Oh man. Okay. Uh, so a spot in the in AEW tag team title match was on the line. Okay. Um. And uh, we had uh, we had Jungle Boy getting worked over by. Uh, the Dark Order. Mm-hmm. He fought back and eventually delivered a shooting star press with the assistance of his "quote unquote" favorite dinosaur. Uh, mm-hmm. See what this, this a boy and his dinosaur. It, it, is, 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 is that what you're calling it? Is that, is that what he what he actually said? The boy and his favorite din- his favorite dinosaur. Yeah, that's the gag. Oh my god. Okay, you know. Okay, I, I I don't know what to say. Uh, but it it was it, it was I mean it was a pretty good match despite the the gimmick being strange. Mm-hmm. It was it was a dr- dramatic uh, step up from uh, from Ellie and Brandy where the uh, the in ring action was just so like discombobulated and whatever the fuck. <laughs> but at least it was a step in the right direction. Uh, let's see. Uh, and then the Actually, sorry, one. before before you go on, you know what? I was getting all mixed up with that whole Brandy Rhodes. It was on this uh, card that she faced Allie, not the last one. So, okay, that yeah. All right. I just wanted to figure, clear that one up. Very good. Well, consider the air clear, my friend. So, uh... The next match was Hangman Page versus Kip Sapien, mm-hmm. and um, they were really selling uh, Page's leg injury. So um, when he did the um, the moon salt um, off the tops to the outside of the ring, it was like I was like, oh god, Uh-oh. that's not good. Yeah. Plus it plus it looked really bad. Right. Um, and so. But, I mean, obviously they were going to get close to the time limit draw, so it was was a good match, but it was very obvious what they were doing. Um, So, uh, from that perspective, I would have to give it a a C+. Okay. Uh, I I didn't... uh, I mean, it it was just... It was nothing special in my book. But... uh, the next one was um, was uh, Loser Bros defeating STU, and then after the match, they challenged the uh, the Young Bucks to a to a ladder match for I believe it was the Triple A tag team titles at the next show. And yeah, that will take place at All Out. Yes, for the Triple A championships. Um, it, it, was, it was a good match, but it's just, um, it, it lacked, it, it, it was just missing something. So, uh, nothing, uh, nothing too, uh, too good to see. But, um, let's see. For me, the most interesting, uh, match and the best one was, uh, Kenny Omega versus Seema. 
mm-hmm. uh, because right off, right off the bat, um, it was just it was just action packed, and, and you knew it was going to be uh, really, really good. Um, in case I'm not doing a good job recapping these matches, which I which I know I'm not, uh, because that's not exactly what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to give you a feel. For, yeah, no, no, that's good. Uh, what went down? I'm not. That's, I'm not trying to go uh, blow by blow. Yeah. Here. Uh, yep. Uh, because if you, if you want blow by blow, just watch the show uh, for free on BR Live. Yeah. Otherwise, we'll sound like uh, we're we'll sound like uh, we're reading off of a report. And yeah, that's, that's not what I'm trying to do. So, so even though the match was really really good, um, with with both guys getting a lot of action, in, the one thing that I absolutely hated was Cena must have hit like fifteen or sixteen meteoras. Like what? Wow. How often can you hit the same move? It's just kind of weird. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, other other than that, I I would this site that I'm looking at gave it an A. I wasn't really getting that. Um. But I mean, I would have given it a B minus. Okay. Here comes the weird part. So, uh, Chris Jericho um, had attacked Hangman Page earlier in in the evening after um, after the match with a Kip Sapien, mm-hmm. and um, apparently uh, Chris Jericho was supposed to cut a promo after the attack, but he forgot. Oh, okay. Uh, what is, is the report? So then he, then he had to come back. Um, then he had to come back out in order to uh, to hit the promo. So that's why that's why they had the uh, open mic segment. So okay. it was pretty much um, it was pretty much just Chris Jericho demanding a thank you. And being the classic heel. Did he get one? Um, I'm sorry? Did he get one? Uh, no. Not that I heard. Didn't you give um, him a, didn't you give him a thank you? Well, you know, the thing is, the event's in Jacksonville, and I'm in Maryland, so it's kind of hard. How could you not give him a thank you? You have Twitter, don't you? Yes, I do, but as, but as we both know, I despise Twitter. Okay. That's a good reason. Uh, for a multitude of reasons. But, you know, it, it's, it's so funny. The, the, the favorite curse word in wrestling is bitch. I mean, it's like, it's like that's the go-to cuss word. It's just, you're a little bitch. And then the crowd pops like it's, you know, it, it's just, we need to get a new curse word for, for wrestling. What the hell? Uh, have you noticed that? Like yeah. Every, every yeah. time you want to take a promo to the, to the next level, yeah. just word drop, bitch, for yeah. no reason. Even in uh, the even in the attitude era, that was a go-to word. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. So, um, 
Next up, we had the what I thought was the match of the night with the Young Bucks uh, taking on uh, Cody and uh, Dustin. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was actually really surprised that the Young Bucks uh, got the victory here. I, I would have bet my house that it would have gone the other way. It, 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 it's funny, yeah, like, uh, you, you weren't sure who was going to win since uh, three of these four guys uh, run AEW. Exactly. Um, hmm. huh. uh, my apologies. Oh, I heard that. Um, it's okay, it's, yes. it's, it's live radio, don't worry. It's Absolutely. uncut, uncensored. Exactly. So, you know, I'm I'm kind of torn when it comes to the Young Bucks because I like their style of wrestling, but it's just nobody sells anything. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's just that's that's my own thing. Actually, I think selling is a dying art in in the business, which which is just straight up sad. So let me ask you, uh, AEW's had three uh, pay-per-views, or three events. Which one do you think is was better of, of the three? It was, um, of, of the three, I would have to say, um, it was uh, Double or Nothing that was the best. Okay. It just, it, it just felt special to me. It was, it was it was a fun event. This, uh, talk, but talking about fight for, um, fight for the fallen, um, I think that this was easily their their worst, um, okay. their their worst show. And it, it wasn't bad, but it was just, I don't know. It just missed the spark. Apparently, they they said it was like it was a lo- really long show. Uh, yeah. It, it felt really long, so they, they need to. Uh, I I think in, in in the future it it would it would benefit from being a shorter show. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the good news right now, at least for the fans, is is that AEW doesn't have uh, their own network, so it's not like they can pull off uh, seven hour WrestleManias. Right. So that is our uh, our um, review of um, Fight for the Fallen. And uh, Elio, what would you give the show overall? I'm gonna I'm going uh, with uh, you. I found uh, Double or Nothing to be like a better pay per view. Was like it felt more special. This one from the from looking at this card it felt like it was a really long pay-per-view or a long event whatever you want to call it i'm gonna have to give it a a c yeah i i would too i would give it a a c plus because this is a um yeah some of the matches were good some were just felt out of place so that um brandy Rhodes and alley I'm not a fan of Brandy, Brandy Rhodes in ring work. I'm not a fan of. Uh, no. Definitely not. So, um, what do you say we jump into, uh, the next, uh, 
show review here, which is, uh, which one do you want to take next? Which is Evolve 131, which aired opposite Fight for the Fallen and was shown on the WWE Network. And uh, in our first match, it was... Now, I'm not even sure what the, what the hell this is. The Future is Now Showcase Match. Okay. And it featured Josh Briggs defeating Anthony Green, who was uh, accompanied by Brandy Lauren. And we would see, we will see her later on in, on the card. Then we had... Um, and a fatal four-way match with uh, Stephen Wolf defeating Kurt Stallion, Sean Maluda, and Harlem Bravado. Now, the only one I know here is Harlem Bravado because I recognize the Bravado brothers from the Evolve uh, promotion itself, along with his uh, brother Lancelot. Yes, that's his brother's name, Lancelot. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> And then we have Arturo Ruas, who I believe uh, was wrestled in NXT under, I think he was uh, Cesar Bononi. Do you recognize that name? Yeah, he, he, was, actually, um, he was actually on um, NXT on Wednesday. He was, yes, okay, so he wrestled under Arturo Ruas in defeating Anthony Henry in a grudge match. Then we had the aforementioned Brandy Lauren defeating Shotzi Blackheart in a no disqualification match. In the fifth match, we had a special challenge with, I don't know if you've ever seen this guy, Baba Tunde. Uh, no. (laughs) And he's an NXT guy, but I have never seen him on NXT. He defeated Kobe Carino, who is the son of uh, ECW star uh, Steve Carino. Very good. And then in tag team match for the Evolve Tag Team Championships, it was A.R. Fox and Leon Ruff defeating Eddie Kingston and Joe Gacy to become the new champions. Then a catch point reunion match. Matt Riddle accompanied by Kurt Stallion defeating Drew Gulak. I, I like Matt Riddle, so I, I felt like that was the right de- right decision. And in a winner takes all, the WWN Championship versus the Evolve Championship, Austin Theory defeating JD Drake. And our main event for the NXT Championship. Champion Adam Cole defeated Akira Tozawa. I, I mean, I, I understand why Akira Tozawa got that back. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a ball guy, but it, it just it struck me as random. Yeah, it was really odd, like uh, how he got that championship match, though. Yeah, I agree. Because, uh, well, you know, you you watch NXT, you, you get to keep track of it a lot more than I've been able to. Um, well, I think, I think because uh, you've, you've seen NXT off and on. So, um, who is the number one contender to the NXT championship? Well, it's, it's looking like it's going to be uh, 
Johnny Gargano. Okay, that's so. Okay, because, uh, yeah, because he he has a match against Adam Cole at NXT TakeOver Toronto. Yeah. Okay, so, so that was um, Evolve 131. Now, you told me off, off air that you didn't get to see this one. So, from what you just heard on this card, what would you, what would you give it? Well, I mean, I, I, I would definitely... I definitely want to check it out uh, before I give it uh, an official grade. Okay, there is uh, one, there is one match uh, that I that I really want to go back and watch, and that is that um, Brandy Lorne versus Shotzi Blackheart. Why is that? Uh, there was this a uh, really cool spot where um, Shotzi set up uh, chairs. Um, so chairs like to make a small square like side by side and in front of each facing each other and like set up to uh set up to do a move and uh brandy long just like hit the chairs oh damn yeah so it was, they, they really went uh all no disqualification in this match yeah that's that's interesting so that was Evolve, and now we get into Extreme Rules 2019. This should be fun. Ben, now I know you're you're gonna want to inflict the torture on yourself. I'm sure. When when I go through uh, yeah, this, yeah, de- uh, definitely. <laughs> right, just... Okay, they're reinforced. Well. They're reinforced. Don't worry. Okay, well, <laughs> I, uh, I should say I I did not get to see this one because I was uh I was at an aforementioned uh, party. Oh, I know that. Uh, that's why. That's why I was reinforcing the walls because I know you want. You're gonna want to torture yourself. I um I actually one part of that that I didn't tell you if I could actually pull up the uh, extreme rules card. Here we go. Okay. Um, is I had a, I had an encounter with a water slide uh, for the first time. Oh. Uh, so I had to, but I left my shoes at his house, so I actually had to come and pick them up from the shop today. Oh. Uh, it was funny. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. I, I know. Weird. I, I just had a random thought in my head. Uh, let's see, and then, um, I'm just trying to figure out where, uh, Extreme Rules, uh, came to us from. Oh, I can already tell you, it was at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. so let me, um, I'm just, I'm just going down to the, to the bottom of the card. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oh God! All right. Well, well, well. My co-host is uh, making some interesting sounds and trying to uh, find extreme rules because apparently that's the sound his computer makes when he's searching for the results at the bottom, all the way to the bottom. So, um, is your computer done making sounds? Uh, actually, actually, yeah, but. I know, that's why I said if your computer doesn't make any sounds. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, 
Yeah, we're good. So. Well, no, I, I had to keep talking while you were searching. Anyone, uh, anyone else have dead air here? Uh, my, my bad. No yeah, worries. I've, You're fine. I, I figured out what, uh, what it was doing. So. Oh, okay. Now I have to go back to the to the top. So. Uh oh. But luckily, yeah. I know how to do that faster. So. All right, so it's like helter um, skelter, go from the bottom to the top. All right. So you know, we'll just continue killing time. But you know, um, I really didn't have uh, high expectations for this uh, pay per view, but uh, from what I, from what I've heard, mm-hmm. um, it actually uh, turned out to be one of the better shows, uh, pay per view wise, in, in quite a long time. Okay. Uh, and so, so for that reason, I will be very interested to go back and take a look, and I will probably do that uh, once I get off um, of here this evening. Now, I had meant to um, watch the show ahead of our uh, <laughs> ahead of our podcast this evening, but I fell asleep. Okay. Um, and took a nap. Because uh, the heat is ridiculous, but is uh, it though? Is it? Is it? I'm gonna. I'm gonna guess that it's better to stay inside your house than it is to be outside. Uh, well, yeah, and the heat index, hundred and two. Jeez, holy crap! Hey, seriously, here, here, here. If I go outside, I'll die. It's just so much better to stay indoors with the air conditioner. Absolutely. <laughs> Since I was two. Wow. Uh, pale in, in July. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Wow. Okay. So, are we. All right. So, my, my computer has uh, come back to life and I've, uh, and I've figured it out. So, you know, and I, I had, even though I heard positive reviews um, from the show, Elio, I'm, go- I'm going to need you to use your punchline. Now look. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> because um, because the Intercontinental Championship uh, was defended on the pre-show. Oh my god! When I saw this, I was like, "What? Why?" I didn't know. I I knew I knew of one match. I did not know they were gonna have this match on the kickoff. Well, I mean, why would you have <laughs> Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura fucking more? <laughs> On the pre-show, Ex- explain that logic to me. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the torture is about to begin. I just, uh, God, I don't understand it. Um, but I mean, it's just, uh, it, and even the <laughs> even the website that I'm that I'm using to grab the card, right? Yep. So, can I can I read? I'll read you this this one sentence uh, oh. to to show you to, to demonstrate that we're not the only ones that feel this way. So oh, okay, go on. It says two of the most celebrated in-ring competitors of their generation took to the squared circle in front of a half-empty arena, kicking off the night's festivities. Uh, as 
part of the Extreme Rules pre-show and leaving fans face-palming around the globe. <laughs> you got it to a T. So, but I, I was very happy with with uh, the result. Now, hold, hold on. Um, pre-show, did you know, did you hear what Vince McMahon said lately? No. Apparently, he doesn't want... He has a problem with people referring to the kickoff show as the pre-show. Well, I, I don't care. Uh, no, <laughs> no, 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 I'm just saying that you hear that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, if, if, you, don't, if you don't want a pre-show, then stop putting championship matches on the, on the kickoff show. <laughs> Like what? What is what is going on with this guy? That there, there's actually a list of words that is banned. I don't understand. There, there, there's he, you know he. I feel like we have a version of the same conversation almost bi-weekly. You know, I have so much respect for Vince McMahon and what he's created. Um, certainly had a very positive impact on me growing up mm-hmm. but he just uh, he's just lost his touch mm-hmm. so um, let's see so Nakamura and Finn Balor are forced to wrestle in front of a half empty building wow. which what the fuck which completely took up, took away from the, the match itself yep uh, so <laughs> at, least, at least Nakamura uh, came back from the dead and is now all of a sudden the Intercontinental Champion. So I, I really can't uh, this, bitch about that. Well, this is, this is good. I, I hope they uh, do something with him and they don't mess yeah, this I, up. Yeah, I, I, I hope so too. Um, next up we had um, Drew Gulak... <coughs> And uh, Tony uh, facing off for the Cruiserweight (laughs) Championship. This is Um, disgusting. Two championships on a kickoff show. This is disgusting. I know. It's just, it's awful. I I can't, I can't take it seriously. And it's, one, it's a disservice to, um, um, to the championships and the, and the wrestlers, but it's also a, a disservice to, like, 205 Live, because they're always on the pre-show, so it's really, mm-hmm. really, really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, uh, Gulak retained, but <laughs> just, um, you know, I'm going to have to start watching 205 Live, because I, I hear it's really good, but I, I, I always forget that it's on, because it's never advertised on anywhere. Well, that's just it, because, like, and, um, and, um, well, SmackDown is on Tuesday nights. It's on. It's on TV. I can watch it on my on my television. Yeah. But then it's like after that. Okay, well that's it. SmackDown's over. I'm gonna go and do whatever I whatever I want now, right? And I forget that two o five is on next because they don't talk about it, and we know it's on the network. But like people are not gonna go to their network if they. If you don't let remind them that uh, two or five is on. Yeah, it seems it seems simple, but they just overlook it. Mm-hmm. All right, so it, it appears that the main broadcast uh, kicked off with 
Um, the No Holds Barred match featuring the return of The Undertaker uh, as he teamed up with Roman Reigns to take on Shane McMahon and Drew McIntyre. Now, I didn't find this to be a, don't you find this to be a very uh, strange opener? I mean, yeah, I, I would I would think they would put this the second to last match at least, uh, because uh, I mean for all the advertising they did, and for this to be the opening match of the of the card. Uh, yes, and and they seem to be continuing Undertaker's feud with Elias. As um, Elias did a run in halfway through. Mm-hmm. And um, hitting uh, hitting Tigger with a guitar, thus preventing a powerbomb through the announce table on McMahon. Um, uh, McMahon hit the uh, coast-to-coast, but of course, in classic fashion, Undertaker set up. Uh, Undertaker hit a tombstone on... uh, um, McMahon after uh, after um, uh, after Reigns uh, speared him. Yeah, Reigns Reigns the spear and uh, the spear and then um, Undertaker tombstoned uh, Shane for, for yeah. to, to cover him for the three count. Thank you. For some reason, I was all tongue tied in that scenario, but thank you. Um, I actually, I actually thought Undertaker was was very effective mm-hmm. uh, in this match. The, the best I, I, well, from what I've read, like I said, I hadn't seen it yet, but, um, but it, it's it's what it needs to be with the Undertaker nowadays. He needs to be protected in these kind of scenarios. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, next up, we had um, the Raw Tag Team Championship match, uh, the Usos versus the Revival. Um, you know, and as much as I, as much as I like uh, both of these teams, it's just uh, I don't know. There's some, there's something missing there. Yeah, I, I think they. I think they. Uh, they went with the right uh, choice here. And, uh, the revival retained their championships. I mean, the Usos. They've had it how many times? Uh, six times. I oh think. my god! Isn't that aren't they tied with the New Day? Am I wrong? Are they tied with the New Day? How many times? They're not. New Day is uh, six times as, as of uh, Extreme Rules. Yeah. And uh, we'll get into that um, uh, in a little bit, actually. Yep. Um, let's see. Uh, Next we had Cesaro um, and Aleister Black. Exactly. And, and this was this was the match I, uh, that I want to go back and, and take a look at. Now, hold on. Um, Did you see the week before um, when Cesaro knocked on uh, Aleister Black's door? He just sits out with this look on his face. Yeah. And with this big smile. <laughs> yeah. That was so, cool. Yeah, definitely. So I'm hoping 
that this leads to bigger and better things for both guys, but Cesaro in particular, because he's been criminally misused. I mean... For a long time. I mean, WWE should be tarred and felt and feathered for this. For how they treated oh this guy. Oh my goodness. For, uh, how, for so long. Seriously. Just like give him something. Let the man do something. You know what? He was. the For, for me. Like now that I've gotten to see both him and Cassius. Oh no. He's always been like my favorite out of that. Out of the two. Well Cassius. I just fell off a cliff. Um. He got fat, he stopped crying, I don't know what the fuck. And now he's apparently, um, the... I know, it seems like... Apparently now he's a, a top British wrestler, which, uh, there's one thing wrong with that. He's not British. He's not British! <laughs> Jeez. It's just, uh... <laughs> hello? Did I miss something? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Okay, so so Alistair Black defeats uh, Cesaro. Okay, next we have we had a handicap match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. This is another stipulation match I hated. Now I had to. Oh no! Wait, you didn't get to see this. That's right. You didn't get to uh, watch the event. But um, I'm really glad that they didn't. Put the belt on Alexa and Nikki at this point. Yeah, I, I am too. They, they need more uh, seasoning. But also, I don't. I don't want to. I want a healthy Alexa Bliss. I don't want all the all these problems that she's having with like her concussions and stuff. Yeah, I agree. Plus, she's just so tiny. It's just like every time, every time she takes a bump, especially with the concussions and. The head bumps it. They seem fond of giving her. It's like, ugh. Well, she's five feet of fury. I'm like only three inches taller than her. Really? You're only five three? Yes, sir. <laughs> you, are, you are a short stack. <laughs> Thank you, I think. That's adorable. I'm, 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 I'm five inches taller than you. All right, you win. You win. But but moving right along, um, let's see. We have Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley, last man standing. Oh my God, this is just something I didn't want to say. But you know, they okay in in this match, they did that stupid spot where Bobby Lashley uh, buried uh, Strowman under the announce table and like the referee was counting and Strowman slides off the other side and makes it to his feet. Okay. And also, remind me, um, when we do this in the future, remind me not to use Bleach Report in my my synopsis because for some strange reason, Uh this is going to... This is probably going to knock you off your chair. They they gave this match an A-plus grade. What? 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 <laughs> Can you believe this shit? No, why, why would they give this an A-plus? I'm done with these guys. Just, I'm done uh, with this feed. I, 
Okay, now this is the way Strowman won. Apparently, uh, he he and Lashley were in were like fighting backstage behind this uh, screen or whatever. Then uh, he he somehow he uh, he dropped Lashley. Then he breaks through the screen and gets to his feet, and that's how he wins the match. So he kind of like uh, kind of like Frankenstein uh, breaking through a wall. Well, well, they did that. They did that thing where they busted through the Titan Trump, but it's like we've seen that before. Why would you do something similar? Oh my goodness. Okay, ne- right. next. Uh, moving on, we had the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. We have new champions. Yeah, the New Day won the. Seemingly for the fifteenth time, but believe it or not, it was only the sixth time. You know, I am so over the new day. I I wanted my biggie to turn heel already. Just turn on new day and break them up. That's it. Well, I think I think they wanted to put the championships on them and Kofi at the same time at least once. So maybe that sets up the turn. Hmm. Could be. At least. At least that's what I can hope. Hopefully at SummerSlam. By the way, I'm yeah. so by the way, I'm so that, mad. That would be my guess. By the way, I'm so mad. I mean, Jesus, I live thirty minutes away from the Scotiabank Arena. Oh, okay, that's not, yeah, okay. <laughs> and, and you're not gonna go? I know because people here suck. No one's a fan, and there's no one but around Jesus, here that's a fan. But Jesus, let me jump on a plane or some shit. Let's go! Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> Mike Reigns is going to be up here. Yeah, we, we, well, I definitely want to want to be want uh, want to be want to be in the same room as him one day. Yeah. Uh, cool dude. Um, let's see. Um, Rick. So next up, we had um, the match I was I I was really looking forward to. Ricochet versus. Uh, AJ Styles. And this was a uh, surprise. Yeah, I, I really wasn't expecting uh, Styles to um, yep. to get the victory, but um, but apparently Gallows and Anderson had different ideas, and uh, Styles defeated Ricochet, obviously retaining. Um, so I. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to give an opinion on that until until I see it. So, okay. um, and then here comes the, the useless match. Uh, the Stone Cold Kevin Owens uh, defeating Dolph Ziggler in ten seconds. Ten. What? What? I mean, what the hell? Now look. Okay, okay, and, and so. So, speaking of now looks, right? Okay. Jesus Christ. Uh, the, the, this Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. Now, it, it looks like Samoa Joe could snap Kofi like a freaking freaking mm-hmm. toothpick. <laughs> um, freaking 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 toothpick. Ladies and gentlemen, you just heard an exclusive here on PNC Progression Wrestling. <laughs> a freaking freaking tootin' toothpick. Okay. <laughs> I no, it was it was friggin' fraggin' spoogin'. Okay, well there you have it. No, I've been, anyway, I've, been, I've been corrected. I just this 
so this match barely got any any build, and it was just, you know, uh, my my fear is that um, is that Joe is always going to be the guy that loses the big match, and it's, it's atrocious. Yep. Okie dokie. And, and the main event, uh, or should I call it a shit show? Uh-oh. Um, Oh, God. Just the result makes it a shit show. Oh, no. Um, let's see. So, of course... Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins defeated Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. Uh, there was a spot where both uh, Lynch and Rollins uh, uh, jumped off the top rope, landing on um, Lynch and... Uh, I mean, landing on Evans and uh, Corbin, uh, who were placed on a table. Uh, yes, and so, um, uh, Becky Lynch dropped the leg on Evans, driving her through the table, and, um, uh, and Rollins hit, hit the frog splash on Corbin, uh, through another table. Um, let's just see. I'm so, I'm so done with this, uh, team, like, uh, yeah, me too. I mean, I mean, the most entertaining part of that was... Was Corbin delivering end of days to Becky Lynch? That that surprises me. And of course, uh, Brock Lesnar showed up to uh, to steal the belt via the Money in the Bank contract. Yep. And for some ungodly reason, this was given an A plus rating on Bleacher Report, ladies and gentlemen. Why? What? For Brock Lesnar. Ladies and gentlemen, I am losing faith in Bleacher Report. <laughs> Wait, for Brock Lesnar, the Brock Lesnar match, they give it an A+. Plus. Yeah. Oh my, yeah. oh my goodness. It's, it's just atrocious. It's terrible. Oh. It's just, makes me want to gag. So, now the Universal Championship is uh, once again held hostage by a part-timer who shows up when he wants, faces who he yeah. wants. Yeah, and he doesn't have to do anything. He just stands there you and know what? You have more of a chance of winning the 24-7 Championship than you will ever have of winning the Universal Championship. Exactly. Well, they would actually probably put the... Uh, Put the twenty four seven belt on me um, in this PC culture bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, did my political colors just show? <laughs> I try not to do that on this on, on uh, this show. But so, uh, I, as you, as you ladies and gentlemen might be able to tell, I am not the the PC type. So that was the Extreme Rules twenty nineteen. Uh-huh. Ben, how does this sound, this show? Now, and you didn't even uh, get the chance to see it yet. No, but, uh, but I definitely I, I definitely want to, uh, for sure. No, I'm saying, how does this... No, but I'm saying, how does it sound to you, just, like, hearing the card? <laughs> my, my well, we know we know how he feels about the card and the, and the whole show itself. Yes, I'm, I'm allergic <laughs> to that ending. <laughs> Yeah, my my host is allergic to bullshit. Uh, yeah, actually, actually, I do, I do have that problem. Believe it or not, there is no um, 
there is no um, antibiotics for that. In, in the um, in the words of um, in, in the words of the iconic George Carlin, I have a uh, very low tolerance for stupid bullshit. <laughs> okay, I agree. All right, so. But, but, but I mean, go, going off a little bit. Are you are you familiar with George Carlin? Because if you're not, you gotta get. Familiar. Am I, I'm sorry. Am I familiar with George Carlin? Is that what you asked me? Yes. Have we met before? I'm a com- I'm I'm so all I'm all into George Carlin and his comedy. His comedy is hilarious. I have all the CDs. Uh, and yet our, our, our friendship becomes deeper by the moment. <laughs> I love George Carlin. Fantastic. Okay. Well, now that we have that happy uh, little golden nugget established, uh, let's move on to, uh, uh, Monday, to Monday Night, Night Raw. Raw. Monday Night Raw. Oh, right. So, um, you said you are taking Monday Night Raw? Uh, yes, and speaking of standing around and doing nothing, uh, that's exactly what uh, Brock Lesnar did to start off the show. And well done, course, sir. Uh, I mean, if he can get paid millions of dollars for doing that, God bless that, I mean, that annoying, big, beastly fuck. I, I can stand around and do nothing. I don't mind, I wouldn't mind getting paid that much to do to stand around and do nothing. Yeah, wouldn't it be so nice? So, um, he, he, so um, once again, to uh, play on a theme that that, uh, that has run through this show, uh, our favorite curse word once again appeared. Oh, no. As, as Heyman warned everybody that anyone that tried this to... Uh, to set foot in the ring with Brock would uh, lose their manhood because they're all Brock's bitches. <laughs> what is going uh, on? Whatever. So, uh, the battle, um, yeah, this, so you knew that the battle royal was going to be crap, but that's later. Uh, that was the main event. So, the in-ring action kicked off with Ricochet and the Usos taking on the weirdest team I, I may have ever seen, Robert Roode and the Revival. Wow, that is a very odd team. And once again, I'm sure you're going to be shocked to hear this. I'm sure you're going to fall out of your chair and break your phone. Um, this was a two out of three falls match. Oh, there's a surprise. Oh my god in hell. Uh, just kill me now. But at least the right people got the victory. Ricochet and the Usos. Okay. Uh, got the nod. Uh, and then the Viking Rangers got another uh, got another squash match. I'm really getting tired of that because it's just over and over again. Now, let me check. Oh, while, you, uh, while you're doing that, I'm going to check. Okay, uh, that's uh, that guy. I'm just uh, looking up the squash match, guys. Of course you are. So, uh, <laughs> so next up we had Cedric Alexander versus Drew McIntyre. Uh, and, and Alexander got the, vi- got the victory off of a victory roll. 
And so I, I see those two squash guys uh, have competed in WrestlePro, which is uh, run by Pat Buck. And uh, has the announcer, has a uh, commentator announcer, uh, Dave Sturgeo, in, in that company. I'm sorry, who's the announcer? Uh, Dave Sturgeo. Oh, very good. Uh, well, they've also had Jeff Jarrett competing there as well. Oh, well, uh, I, I, was, I was never really a fan of uh, Jeff Jarrett in the ring. He was much better on the mic. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, so now that I've looked, uh, now that I've uh, looked up those two guys, see their uh, credentials. <laughs> yes. So I was very surprised that Alexander got the uh, victory on. Um, wait, wait. Was it Cedric? Are you sure it was Cedric Alexander or was it Gary Garba? <laughs> it, it was Cedric Alexander. Oh my God! That was terrible last week. Poor guy. So is he a, is a fiend a, a heel or a face? I would guess he's a heel since he's psychotic. Okay, because um, also I was uh, reading that um, that uh, they were thinking about putting uh, him against uh, Bray um at SummerSlam, and uh, there there was talk of uh, Balor joining the club as their fourth member. Well, no, that's why after, like, after, uh, because I'm sure, like, because I know he's, he's, uh, leaving to take time off. So I think after SummerSlam, maybe. Uh, so, um, like, like I said, uh, so, uh, so happy to see, uh, Ray Wyatt. And then, and then we get back to garbage time with. Uh, oh, but but wait, sir! Before you go on, now that music that he had when uh when he uh, debuted, if that's the music that he uses to come out of the ring with, that would be pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. And then, uh, and then we get garbage time continued. Okay. Uh, because um. Because, uh, let's see, who, who Zach Ryder. Yeah, Zach Ryder made his hometown appearance and defeated, uh, Mike Kanellis. Hold on, are you sure it's his hometown appearance? Yeah, because... Uh, oh, wait, wait, where, where, where were they? Where were they? Hold on. They were in Long Island. Oh, 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 yeah, they were in Uniondale, New York, yeah. No, I, I thought I was thinking that they were still in uh, Pennsylvania. Okay, all right. Well, why would you think that? Don't be stupid. <laughs> uh, oh, 
Blumch. I can't, I can't out of love. Blumch. Okay, so I'm really getting annoyed with with that angle with Mike and Maria. I mean, Maria is just... Oh, did she do it again? He makes, he, she makes him look like he's neutered, for God's sake. Oh, wait. Oh, oh wait. Did she do it again in the ring? Because I, I know I saw the backstage where she wanted pickles, and he went and got them for her. Yeah, she did it again in the ring. Whatever. Oh my goodness, what is going on? Why are they doing this to him? Uh, I don't know. I think, and then Club defeated the Lucha House Party, big whoop. Yeah. And here, here comes the part where I really have to, like, try to edit myself. Uh-oh. But you don't have to, remember? There's uh, no... Uh, I know, but if I don't, if I don't edit myself, it's just going to be a, a ten-minute-long cursing session. Oh, okay. Okay, so then we had a four-way number-one contenders match for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Naomi versus Natalia versus Carmella versus Alexa Bliss. Now, usually, Elio, any match involving Alexa Bliss, it would be hard for me to complain about that. Sure. However. WWE having the magical ability to shit on everything that they do, they found, they found a way to piss me off. Oh, don't make him mad. Don't make so, Ben mad. This was probably the worst 25 minutes 25 I've minutes? ever seen in a match ever. I think I think I think you I think you give it more time than it actually was. It was only, I only have seventeen minutes here. Well, between between that and oh, you're counting the, what happened the after aftermath yeah. from okay. Yeah. Okay. There's a method to my men. All right. All just, right. Just trust me. All right. Um. Yeah, this was just this. I'm not even going to go through this. I mean, it was just terrible. The crowd the entire time was shouting, like, this is bullshit. Uh, this is awful. Uh, you know, it was just, it was, it was terrible. Oh, and apparently, uh, uh, apparently Alexa went on Twitter and, uh, and tweeted out the word disrespectful. Well, and I, I can kind of get that, but then, then again, the fans are paying, uh, money for this yeah and and this is what you're putting them through yeah so then I, you know so I can see both sides but ultimately the fans have the right to express their opinions okay so, so you're like okay <laughs> no I agree I agree what okay very good so <sighs> next up we had uh, Miz TV with Dolph Ziggler. The Miz is, um, the Miz is, er, Dolph Ziggler is jealous of the Miz. I felt like that was a wasted segment. I thought it was just weird. What? The, the, the Dolph Ziggler jealous of the Miz? Over what? I have no idea. So <laughs> then we got to, to the most entertaining part of the evening where... It appeared as if Drake Maverick was going to consummate his uh, his marriage with his oh my god 
with an absolutely gorgeous wife, but he shows up to the hotel uh, where he checks in as the 24-7 championship. Help me. Uh, and uh, or where he registers as the 24-7 champion. Oh, my God. And he shows up ready to presumably have sex for the first time in his life wearing nothing but the 24-7 Oh my god. So, uh, this, is, this is really stupid. So, right, right, right as they're about to get down to business, or should I say, should I say in, in uh, Renee Michelle's case, business. They, they don't do that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Well, her, her ass certainly isn't disgusting. I can assure you of that. Uh-huh. Um, but but so right as we get ready to do the deed, uh, the uh, the room service shows up, and the room service guy turns out to be a referee. Uh, here comes uh, here comes archers from underneath the room service cart, and uh, he. Uh, he hits a roll up on uh, on Maverick who kicks out, but in short order, um, short order he gets another roll up, and this one uh, gets gets the win. So uh, you know, I can't I can't hate on these segments because they are entertaining. I just they I are just, they are just with the with the way it's carried out though, some some weeks it's ridiculous like it's. Just say good. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't, I can't really, um, I can't really take this seriously. But, but in terms of the coup de gras of absolute bullshit suckage, uh, this uh, ten man uh, battle royal to determine the new number one contender. Oh, uh, ten man. Okay. For the universal championship, mm-hmm. this, this this blue chunks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to put it mildly, so we'll just skip to the end. Rollins won by eliminating Orton, and uh, let me read you this analysis from Bleacher Report because even though the Bleacher Report has proven itself to be terrible this evening, oh no, uh, I have to, I have to admit that they did a good job summing this up. So let me read this. Okay, uh, this sucked. Uh, that, that that may not be the most elegant way to put to put it, but the match was devoid of story. I I agree. Uh, instead, it was uh, guys throwing other guys over the top rope with no uh, rhyme or reason or expectation for new feuds uh, spawning from it. Once again, I agree. Uh, the closest thing to storylines development was Orange's journey to get back to SummerSlam. And avenged the humiliating referee stoppage and ended his last match with the Beast. Unfortunately, that story will not be paid off. Instead, Rollins battles Lesnar in a match that makes sense within the context of the story, but has been done enough this year. And that's perfectly perfectly stated because I certainly don't want to see. Um, I certainly don't want to see Rollins go. Uh, face to face with the beast again, mm-hmm. especially since, especially since he already has his victory over him. Uh, so and, and 
Sorry, we were, um, when I was looking up the history, on the state history, and uh, they had Battleground 2015. That was the main event, Lesnar and Rollins. Exactly. So, with that, I will give the listeners a break from my voice, and I will shift over to Elio, who will give us his, his review of SmackDown. Smackdown now of what I did see because I didn't uh, it's kind of hard like to, to like watch this because I want to I want to watch it but then like I, I lose track of time so and I, I hate catching it in the middle of the show but here we go uh, we have we kick off Smackdown from the DCU Center in Worcester Massachusetts and we kicked off the show with a rematch from Summer from by Extreme Rules, Alistair Black defeating Cesaro again. Yeah, I, I didn't need that again, but okay. <laughs> no, I no well, yeah, the way the way I meant that was like yeah, again, like okay. I wanna see no, no, I know exactly how you meant it. That's yeah. what I was saying. Then we had an interesting uh, match, and it was our first, actually. Um, Charlotte Flair defeating Liv Morgan. And prior to this, I believe, uh, there was an altercation on the stage. Am I wrong here? Um, well, uh, no, I don't. I don't think so, because that's when... Uh that's when Liv grabbed the mic and said that, uh, you know, things are going to change and... Uh, yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I come back different. Okay, that's what I thought. So it's Charlotte Flair defeating Liv Morgan in, in Liv Morgan's first uh, singles match. Well, it was her first. Then we had a tag team match with Bailey and Ember Moon defeating Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville after the match. We learn who Bailey's opponent at SummerSlam will be for the SmackDown Women's Championship. It will be Ember Moon. Okay, well, that, that, I mean, I like that match, but that's just random, because what did she do to earn it? Exactly, you know, like, uh, I, I'm not sure where that, where that uh, came from, because didn't she just come back? Uh, friend, uh, they had Alexa Bliss as the number one contender, so now, uh, they just give a temper moon. Uh, yeah, I'm not, I, that's just kind of stupid, but nonetheless. Then we have, in six men, six person tag match, Elias, Randy Orton, and Samoa Joe taking on the New Day and defeating the New Day. Hooray. Oh, joy. And then we had, wow, we had a lot of, we had, um, the women took over SmackDown on Tuesday night. It seems because we had Asuka and Kairi Sane, uh, the Kabuki Warriors, defeating Bill and Kay, Peyton Royce. Uh, prior to this, there was uh, an altercation backstage uh, with uh, the Iconics and the Kabuki Warriors. Oh, Christ. Uh-oh. And <laughs> uh, the, the Kabuki fucking... What? Uh. <laughs> Ter- terrible name, terrible name. Okay, I just, I, I, don't, I don't mean that to be derogatory. It's 
it's just that, you know, these are two of the most talented women on the roster. Yes. This is, this is what they get. Poor Oscar. For real. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, then we had Apollo Crews defeating Andrade. He finally gets his uh, match with Andrade. And then the main event, Stone Cold Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'm referring to him as Stone Cold now. Uh, well, good for you. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, for the, thanks for the heads up. So in the, main, in the main event, Kevin Owens defeated Dolph Ziggler in another rematch from Extreme Rules. They, cert- they certainly like to do the same match back-to-back nights. Good God. And that, that, that's what makes it hard for me to watch SmackDown. Like, every week, it's because it's the same matches every week, it seems. Ugh. Yeah, they, they definitely need to do some something now, different. Uh, when, when, when is Eric Bischoff supposed to be uh, taking over? Next week. But, ne- but now they're saying that he will have nothing to do with the creative. I understand. Even though he's the executive director of creative, go figure that one out. Apparently, he was hired. Apparently, he was hired to deal with the uh, TV executives from Fox. (laughs) We're going to see how that goes, considering considering how WCW went the fuck out of business. You know. I, I, I know it seems like I'm using the word fuck on this podcast quite a bit, but I assure you there's reasoning behind it. For, and for those of you that are interested, I, I gave you a, a, a semi-dissertation on the use of fuck in this podcast last week. So if you're interested, uh, go back and take a listen. But Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, man. So that, that was a smackdown for this week. Um... I don't even know what to say. Uh, no, I don't either. Uh, but um, do we do we have anything? Um, do we have anything else, or was that the? Re- uh, that was um that was the end. That was our last uh, recap show. Uh, what are you expecting from Monday night's uh, Raw reunion? Uh, well, I'm I'm hoping they do something cool. Perhaps they have a confrontation between uh, Stone Cold and uh, Kevin Owens. That would be cool. Hopefully they actually use the legends to, to you know, help the superstars. Because yep. uh, in, um, in the past, it's just been a series of appearances. Now I have a question so. for you, actually. Before we go off the air, I have a question for you because I saw this on uh, Instagram I'm going to ask you a question. Do you think that major companies like WWE and AEW should have an off-season? Yes. And why? I do. Because I think it would be great for the health of, uh, of the performers. You know, these people don't have health insurance, which I find to be absolutely ridiculous. I think, I think WWE... I think WWE should treat their guys uh, just like any other athlete because, quite frankly, they they give more of their bodies than any of the of the four major sports or any sport for that matter. Um, and I just 
so yes, uh, I am a huge advocate of having an off-season. Plus, it would drive more interest for the product because, you know, um, you know, as we, as we've talked about for pretty much since the inception of our show, you know, th- there's there's very little unpredictability, and I remember uh, seeing recently that. If you hadn't seen any of the shows in four weeks, you would pretty you would pretty much be up to date with what's going on, yeah. and that's that's exactly the case. Yep, I think I would also make uh, for fresh storylines too. Uh, oh, absolutely. And, and see, that's that's what they're lacking because they have such a they have such a stacked roster, but you know. Uh, two thirds of it aren't being used, so it's just kind of like really weird. Mm-hmm. So, uh, with that, what do you say we bring uh, the show to a close? Yes, that sounds great. So, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are going to call it a night for this week. Uh, I've been your host, Elio Canella. Alongside my co-host Ben Pierce, and uh, we will talk to you all next week. Ben, say goodbye to the listeners. Take it easy.